Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the UK Investor Magazine mobile app. For today's podcast, we're going to be taking a deep dive into a company that's currently on Cedars. The company is We Deliver. They are a delivery service operating in London, taking advantage of the burgeoning demand for home deliveries as well as deliveries to businesses. And to do that, we're very kindly joined by their co-founder, Sahiba Patney, who's going to be speaking through the campaign as well as providing some more information on We Deliver. So Sahiba, very much welcoming you to the podcast today. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you for having me today. And I'm really excited to be speaking with you and your audience. As am I, as am I. And just looking at the response so far on the crowdfunding campaign, it seems to be some investor excitement there because you're at 74% of your target so far and, and a considerable amount of time left on that campaign. Right. So we're going to be discussing a little bit later on in the podcast the reasons why you're crowdfunding, the opportunity that you see for We Deliver, and then how you're going to be applying those funds towards your growth plan. So that's something we're going to be doing a little bit later on in the podcast. But to start with... For listeners, we, we want to give a bit of background to the business and the way that you're operating at the moment. So we're going to go through a series of questions here relatively quickly with the aim of building up a picture of the business and what the and what the business is doing. So before we get into it, Sahiba, please would you be able to give us an introduction into We Deliver and the business, please? Yes, I'd love to, actually. Um, so with We Deliver, Jonathan, we are trying to be the largest on-demand platform for convenience for the UK, beginning with London, of course. And for that reason, we focus on two big categories. One is for ethnic audience to buy their daily and weekly essentials, which they otherwise don't find in the Tesco's and the waitresses, due to, of course, them having a blanket approach towards SKUs. And the other segment that we operate in is for us to be able to enable logistics for every local merchant, enterprise and a consumer out there in the country. Um, so in order to get closer to this vision of ours, we launched some two months back in some meticulously chosen boroughs of London. And after months and months of uh, time spent in building the technology, gathering one of the finest teams, running pilot projects, we are now live. Fantastic. Great stuff. So we're going to now speak, Sahiba, about how things are going in terms of yes. success, in terms of the penetration so far. So how many daily orders are you taking and delivering at the moment? So we clock in roughly 100 to 120 orders a day in just like two months of us going live. Fantastic. So... In terms of the marketing, right. you know, to achieve those numbers, how much did you spend on, on marketing to, to get to where you are today? <laughs> Not a penny, actually. Um, all these orders that we are catering to, these are all organic orders and purely by the word of mouth and purely by us leveraging our vendor partners and their customers is how we are able to take on board existing users as well as new ones. So not spend a penny on marketing. Fantastic. So how big is the organization, Sahiba, at the moment? Uh, so we are a small team of about seven people right now, which, of course, doesn't include our delivery fleet. Okay, great. So just want to speak a little bit more about 
the, the the market that you're operating and the success that you've had so far. Sure. Um, you mentioned there that you're operating in a number of London boroughs. Sure. How many London boroughs are, are you actually operating in and, and how many customers do you have so far? Sure. So as I speak with you, we are fully functional across 10 London boroughs. And um, to your second part of the question, which was about how many customers we have, um, like I said, we are keeping it organic. So, so far, we've acquired some 1,200 active users um, in, in the two months that we've been live. Okay. So in terms of the customers that you're serving, you're, of course, working with, with vendors. How many vendors have you got in place so far? Right. So uh, we have 32 vendors who run grocery shops. I think we also have some five pharmacies. Um, from what I remember, we also have two cake shops, which are like bakeries, actually. And we have some seven home run businesses that we've partnered with so far. Okay. So <laughs> as you said, you've you, you've only been operating for a few months, but what did your revenue look like so far? <laughs> I think the revenue and the transaction volume number, I think um, we, we have it in our pitch deck and I'm happy to share with, with your readers or yourselves. Okay, great. So if anybody wants to download that and know a little bit more about the financials, do check out the notes to this podcast where you'll be able to click through to Cedars and get that uh, pitch deck downloaded. So... I mean, if we, we're looking now, this is a little bit more about the corporate side of things, the, the, the funding. You know, how much funding have you raised so far to date, Sahiba, to, to get to where you are? This is our first round of fundraise, actually. We haven't raised anything uh, before this. So the entire technology, uh, the, the first part of our pilot runs and also running the basic operations um, before we actually went live were all uh, bootstrapped. And this is the first round that we are doing. Okay. And, and just for people listening to get an idea of how you're valuing the, the business, on, on Cedars, what's the valuation that you've attached to the business for um, this round? Right. So we are um, at a 3.5 million pre-money valuation. Okay. Thank you. So we're going to, to start moving in now to discuss the, the business in more detail. But before we do that, just a very quick question here sure. to people to give an, an, an idea of the type of service that you that you offer, what what's the average delivery time for We Deliver at the moment within the London bur boroughs that you're operating in? Right. So I think um, before I answer that, a quick um, I think um, background would be interesting. We are not into the ten minutes delivery, instant delivery space. We are not. Um, we are quick enough and not quick commerce. So an average delivery for us will be an hour and ten minutes. Um, we aim to keep it uh, lower than that, but then bearing the cost per trip and and also the distances it's anything between an hour and hour and a half is when we do our deliveries fantastic thank you so i mean let's take it all the way back to the beginning now <laughs> if we may sure Sahiba, and you know th this is really getting into the depths of the business and and the problem that you're you're trying to fix and then we're going to go and discuss the crowdfunding campaign in in more detail so to start with, you know, what, what spurred the establishment of We Deliver? Why did you get started in the first place? Well, um, see, the reasons for starting We Deliver are and were very personal. I just thought that something like this should exist purely because I'm a child of convenience, right? Um, and also because I remember when Uber was launched in San Francisco, I was amazed. You know, you press a button and a cab comes. And and that got me thinking. And um, 
you know also because a large part of um, innovations on mobile internet that not a lot of people give a credit to i mean at the end of the day it's about making location based information and dispatch algorithms real time right that's what it's all about and everything is built on top of that food delivery is built on top of that consumable delivery is built on top of that so everyone is building on top of those couple of innovations that uber did and so i was like um, well can you actually press a button and get someone to stand in the queue for you and because the answer was no I thought that I need to build this up and pretty much was when and where we deliver was born just so that people can click a button and get their errands and chores run for them. Okay, so you you got started in in small London boroughs. Yes. Why did you not go for the whole of London to to start with and why have you selected the boroughs sure. that you you picked out to start with? Right. Okay. Uh, this this is an interesting one. Um, well, we could have, in all honesty, but we chose not to, and and couple of reasons for that. So, if I have to break them down, see, as an organization, for the biggest or the smallest of the ideas, we believe in testing. We test. We test in a really small market to be able to know if it is going to work or if it's not going to work. It just has to hold up to the robustness of that test. we run scientific tests to check if it is having revenue sided impacts or cost sided impact or retention sided impact and if it does work then it's just about scaling it right so the idea is to get the unit economics right and then replicate it across the other boroughs so also see we understood the economics of this game really well really quickly uh, if i can say that at the end of the day no matter how much technology you put into how much smarter your algorithms get there has to be someone by the name of a delivery partner on the ground to move things and they have to be compensated for the time they are spending doing that now in a scenario like that when people move and try to grow faster than what the economics of the business allows it tends to be more capital destructive than value creation and because we have this figured out we are building we deliver slightly differently So to give you an example, Getters, Deliveroo, all expanded relatively quickly in new markets, and now they are paying the price for that. We didn't want to be one of them. And secondly, we are going ahead building a very user experience that was supported by economics that is going to get supported at a steady state also. So rather than saying that these economics are not going to work, let's just create a habit and see where it goes. We thought we'll start with small boroughs. we'll get our unit economics right in these boroughs and once we have it, that in place we'll then be looking to just replicate it in other boroughs also because we've been very clear of not over incentivizing any part of our behavior creation so selling an item for 1 pound to create a behavior like what a getter does or discounting deliveries to acquire customers is not something that we understand or we wanted to get into and hence the idea was to sort of start with some selected boroughs where there is enough demand and there's enough supply and then replicate it across london well a little long of an answer okay no no that's that, that's great very insightful thank you very much so i mean one of the questions that i'm sure people listening to this sahiba will, will have that of course grocery delivery is associated with being a low margin exercise <laughs> yes. You know, maybe you could speak to that, and and you know what we deliver are doing to overcome that. I'm sure it is, but we are not necessarily in the grocery business. We are in the convenience delivery space. 
But having said that, any business with low margins should have lower fixed costs. So in case of WeDeliver, I think other than our laptops, we don't really own anything. We don't operate on a dark store or a fulfillment center. We are a pure play marketplace. We have vendors who we have partnered with who have their own inventory, who own their own stores. We are simply listing that inventory onto our platform, picking it up and dropping it to the end user. And so this makes us extremely capitalized. Also, we are not in the instant delivery space, as I mentioned, or we are not doing the deliveries in 10 minutes, which again makes us very capital light. Also, because no one really wants their apples to be delivered in 10 minutes, right? So we operate in that quick enough commerce space and not necessarily in the quick commerce space. And that gives us the edge over our pairs when it comes to being very capital heavy. So it sounds as though, Sahiba, that this is a tech business. Of course, we deliver. Um, it's a delivery business. But at the heart of it, this is a technology business. You've built, you've built a, a marketplace there, which is connecting people um, through your app. So if, if you could expand, and, and this is going to be very important, I think, for people listening to this to get a better idea of the investment proposition in, in we deliver. What is the revenue model? How are you earning money? See, the beauty of WeDeliver is that we make money in multiple ways and not just one. And this, again, ties up with our vision to achieve profitability. Now, I'll break it into two. So we have two segments, like I mentioned uh, in the beginning, that we operate in. Our first segment is our marketplace segment, whereby we partner with different vendors across London and having them to leverage both our technology and the delivery infrastructure. We list their stores, their inventory onto our platform, thereby having our retail users an option to directly place the order with the store and giving the store a customer base that goes beyond the area. Now, these vendors could be a local grocery shop, a bakery, a bookshop, a cheese shop, anything and everything that can be listed. And for that, we charge the vendor a fixed commission against the listing and we charge a small delivery fee for the customer to bring the item to their doorstep. So on our marketplace segment, that is how we make money from two sides, from the vendor side by the name of commission and from the user side by the name of a delivery fees. Now, coming to our second segment, which is our pickup and drop service. This is more like a contracted recurring revenue for us. So here we have vendors who leverage only our delivery infrastructure. It could be any SME or a local family-run business that takes orders directly from the customers and uses WeDeliver to do the home deliveries to the user. This is across London. And this hyper-local logistics service is our B2B revenue model. But we also have a C2C model, includes us to stand in queues to return a parcel for a user or buying items for them from their chosen store or even getting them their forgotten charger to the office from their house. And this, again, there's a small delivery fee that adds to our revenue model. So this is basically how in, in a nutshell we make our money. Okay, so just a question here, Sahiba. You know, I've forgotten my keys or my charger, as you said a few times, and I've had to have it put in a taxi to take across London. Just for people listening to this, they probably want to get a good idea of, of you know what the service costs. So, 
you know, if I wanted to get that taken across one of the London boroughs, what, what's the typical charge that you you see um, customers paying for that? So um, it depends, actually. So how we've divided it is we are having our customers pay per miles. So rather than paying per weight uh, between, let's say, like, you know, we cover most of London for our pickup and drop off users. Right. So the idea is to keep a fixed service fees that ranges anywhere between two pound to four pound, depending upon the the urgency whether you want us to do it in slots so it's lower if you want it instantly that's when the prices go a little high up um so that's the service fees and we charge delivery fees based on the mile so anything between 25 pence to um a 95 pence per mile depending upon um again the 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 distance that you're making us cover the urgency with which you want us to sort of run your errands for you so it basically ranges the idea here is to sort of be at par with uh, your oysters you know and and make sure that uh, that that's how we are uh, placing us in front of our customers thank you very much so as as you mentioned previously in the podcast Sahiba, that there, there's of course other delivery services out there and i think one of the questions that investors are going to have listening to this is going to be what's what sets you apart sure you know, is there anyone else operating a similar model to, to to you? Are there any other people entering the market to do a similar thing to you? And what really sets you apart from some of the existing services out there? I think that's that's an important question. Right. So I think a part of your question was about, is there anyone doing this right now? No. Right. Uh, like, do you have anyone in the market who will pick up a, a, a shoe that you've forgotten at your house and now you're in the office for a midday gym session for you? No. Right. Is there any other service that you can think of who's going to stand in the queue for you, um, you know, and, and whilst you are at your home and the comfort of your home and, and there's this delivery guy who's standing in the queue in a post office to return your parcel for you? No. Right. Um, so is there anyone in the market doing what we are doing? No. So that's a very clear uh, advantage that we have. Do I see any competitor entering the space? Uh, and I get this question very often. Uh, what is to say that a Deliveroo or an Uber Eats tomorrow will not enter the space that we are in? See, Deliveroo is now a listed company if we have to take that one example. And their ability to execute on new initiative is much slower due to multiple rounds of approvals required. That goes for any big organization. For example, it may take up to like six months to launch a new product at Deliveroo from ideation to implementation. But at WeDeliver, in this timeline, we would have launched already, been captured the market. And this purely is because of the agile nature which we have, which gives us that uh, advantage of moving faster. Now, in terms of other uh, reasons why we have an edge and high, how our competitors, uh, you know, may not have that edge over us is profitability, for example. Deliveroo's entire cost base is built upon a revenue model where they charge upwards of a 35% commission rate. Now, should Deliveroo wish to enter a marketplace model like us for SME vendors, it would need to reduce its commission rate which would make it even more difficult for them to reach profitability. But WeDeliver's operations are built around a lower rate of commission, which not only gives us an access to a larger pool of SMEs, but also gives us the flexibility to reach profitability faster. Now, 
other reason could be instant delivery now deliveroo operates solely on an instant delivery fashion and which makes sense because it's it's a food delivery predominantly but like i said we deliver we are focused on operating on a scheduled delivery basis which gives us that added advantage of batching orders to keep our cost per trip down if we were to compare we deliver with other platforms such as gopuff or a zap they operate with a dark store or fulfillment center thereby offering instant deliveries but also incredibly capital heavy and operations heavy we deliver focus i mean we delivers focus lies on trying up or tying up with vendors and delivering orders in batches which keeps us very lean as a business and also i think in addition uh, a very important point is that our initial focus is on the ethnic grocery space which we believe is to be significantly underserved by existing platforms to put this space into perspective roughly 63% of london is classed as ethnic which means it's incredibly valuable and we deliver has a first movers advantage in capturing that market so we tie up with vendors who have homegrown brands or who have local ethnic brands and we bring those brands onto the platform so it could be a specific south asian brand it could be a specific east asian or a european polish french brand that we partner with and we bring them onto the platform and these are not some things that are available in your waitrose or your sainsburys for example so i think that- this is how you're different <laughs> Yes, I was going to say that 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 definitely will set you apart from from the competition out there, Sahiba. So, just we're going to ask a couple of questions here uh, now. A little bit more about the the, the crowdfunding campaign, and, and you know, one of the key things that investors want to know about when they're looking at a company potentially to to invest in, especially at the private stage, is the team who's who's running this business, Sahiba. You know, what experience do they have? And what are their key goals for the business going forwards? Right. So this is actually something that uh, we, as a team at We Deliver, take immense pride in. Actually, so our core team has first-hand experience of building a three-way marketplace and a convenience delivery platform, which today is actually worth over eleven billion dollars. Now, these are people who have held some positions, C-level positions, by the name of chief product officer, chief marketing officer, director of supply chain in marketplace platforms, which today are publicly listed. So these are the people who are actually the core team of We Deliver and who are building this platform with us from the scratch, and this gives an gives us an edge over our peers also who have their own core team from either investment banking like a Deliveroo or a or a serial entrepreneur like like the founders of Getter, right? I mean, with us, the team has actually been there, done that. They know what works. They know how to retain a customer. and they have done all the wrongs and then they have gone on to fix that and now when we are partnering with them as our core team it's just about bringing those experiences into play and for us to have a phenomenal product for our customer thank you very much so this is a very specific question now sahiba about the that the crowdfunding campaign right. what why are you raising funds at the moment and how are you going to be deploying those funds going forwards right um so this sais eligible round that we are now doing um we are essentially raising this round purely because see we are a tech company right and not so much as a logistics company and hence we are looking to make the platform more and more smarter by adding uh, 
tokens as means of customer acquisition, having open AI for customer retention, amongst the other things. Um, we are also looking to make some key hires uh, by by the name of category specialist, if I have to actually uh, narrow it down. So yeah, so I think uh, these are few of the reasons why we are raising funds. Okay, Fan- fantastic. So to finish off now, pe- people would have been listening to your description of the business, how you earn money and, and some of the, the capabilities of the service. But I think it would be good to finish off with putting all of that into some context, if you could, Sahiba, and, and maybe speak about you know a particular customer, a particular vendor, and give us a bit of a case study as to how we deliver is working out there on the ground at the moment in a number of London boroughs. Well, uh, I, I'll give you two, actually. They're both very... Uh, dear to me and and um, very special. Um, one of them actually is more of a feedback and the other one is an actual use case. So just very recently during Wimbledon, right, I think there was this uh, lady who was standing in the queue and that morning it started to rain suddenly. Now, because she was standing in the queue, had she gone home or had she left that uh, place she would have missed her spot and so she placed a pick up and drop off order with us of a hoodie and the delivery guy then went to her house somebody in her house handed her the hoodie and then uh, the delivery partner got it to her in the line where she was stood so you know I think this was this was a very prime example of why we deliver exists and this is exactly what we aim to achieve with the application convenience delivered wherever you are so I think this is something uh, which was um, interesting and exciting for me to see and the other one is a feedback that one of our vendor partners so this one actually is uh, an East London home owner and a home business which actually just prepares ready meals and then delivers it across uh, the city to either students or to single working professionals and um, I was speaking with him earlier uh, in the week last week and then he said something very special he said well um, it w- if it weren't for you I wouldn't have expanded to the parts of boroughs or the parts of the city where I am now and I would have just stuck around in East London purely because that's more convenient for me to deliver so I thought that that was again very special this is exactly why we exist right we are giving that logistics um, infrastructure to people who have a brilliant product uh, who are great at what they do but then they are not able to expand purely because they lack either technology or they lack a delivery fleet or operations to run them and so I think yeah, these are the two uh, use cases that are very special to me and I thought I would mention that to you too Thank you very much and, and just, just one last point here we mentioned the London boroughs would you be able to tell us which London boroughs Sahiba that you're operating in at the moment Sure so we are in Tower Hamlets we are in Newham we are in Harrow, uh, Brent. We are also in um, Borough of Kensington and Chelsea, uh, City of Westminster, City of London, uh, Wimbledon. And yeah, I think these are a few of the boroughs that I can think of at the top of my head. Thank you very much. I'm sure there'll be more coming online in yes. due course. So, Tahiba, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. No, thank you for having me. And I hope and uh, I trust that, that you and your listeners found this insightful. Very interesting, very interesting, very, very insightful. And uh, me being located in one of those London boroughs, I will 
be using the app at some point uh, to see how it goes. Thanks. So um, just as a final note to listeners, do check out the notes to this podcast uh, because you'll be able to get the link through to the Cedars page to get some more information as we discussed previously on the podcast, as well as a link to, a link to go through to We Deliver. Download the app, have a go yourself and, and, and see how it works. So Sahiba... Once more, thank you very much for being with us thank today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Have a good day ahead. Thank you. And thank you very much to everyone for listening. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to the UK Investor Magazine podcast. Please do share the podcast. And we really value any reviews and comments you leave us in your chosen podcast player. The views presented by the hosts and guests of the UK Investor Magazine podcast are in no way investment advice. And please remember, all investment involves risk.